You boy! Hello, sir. What day is it? Why, it's Christmas Day. Well, not really, man. <laughs> no, it's June. It's fucking June. But hey, don't even worry about it because we're here to talk to you about Geshka Supernatural or Supernatural Entertainment System as it's known now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is the Christmas episode. Is that right? That's right. How festive? How festive? For probably, actually, now I think about it, maybe July or August. <laughs> hey, time you who knows? Fuck it, doesn't matter. Mm-mm. None of this matters even a little bit. Play the tape. <laughs> Season's greetings and welcome to Geshcast Supernatural, Glasgow's spookiest podcast. I'm Gav. I'm Jenny. I am Philip. And I'm Chris. This episode, Ding Dong Scarily on High, <laughs> the myths, monsters, and mayhem that peek behind that tinsel wrapped veneer of the Christmas season, plus all your favourite supernatural hijinks from Team Gesh. Let's get in all about it. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! God bless you, Robin Hood! Mm, lovely boy. Mm. So, Jerry, how does the festive season find you? It finds me jolly. This week I've been ringing bells and casting spells. Nice. <laughs> my advent calendar this morning uh, produced a severed human pinky rather than chocolate. So, my festive threat level is that orange. Ooh. <laughs> what about you, Chris? Me? I'm doing very well. I was visited by three spirits at the weekend who all agreed that I know how to keep Christmas well if any man alive possesses the knowledge. <laughs> You there, Phil. You boy. Yes. It's Christmas. <laughs> and we have fat goose. <laughs> we have fat goose. Uh, I'm kind of gutted. My, I was going to go down the advent calendar route as well. <laughs> 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 There's like three things you can do about Christmas. Uh, I am good. I had carolers <laughs> at my door. <laughs> they sang to me about how luscious my hair was. So, yeah. Christmas and all that. <laughs> Speak comfort to me, Phil. <laughs> I don't even have an advent calendar this year. No? Nope. Did not go out and buy one. Didn't buy a Lego one. Didn't buy a chocolate one. I'd have none. I'm going to scoop them all up later. Do you know that advent calendars originally were created to mark the anniversary of Christ's birth? (laughs) (laughs) Really? I don't know. (laughs) They must have a reason behind them. No, they must... must, Well, is, is it not like the 12 days of advent? And then they must have spewed out into 25 days at some point? Just more chocolate into it. Yeah. More, it is more chocolate. That might all be contrary bullshit. It's big advent. Try to keep us down. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Get a pawn of big advent. A lot of ease. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is the Christmas special. Yep. We're recording this, of course, dead of night, Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Ready for Fire's the Fire's roaring in the corner. Snow's falling. All, all around, around us. All around us. Exactly. Uh, looking forward to Christmas. How do you ordinarily celebrate it, Jerry? What kind of... Uh, Black, what black, take do you have well, on Christmas? Black you open, mass? open up a black mass at midnight. <laughs> Perfect. And then pretty much black masses through the six the next day. Okay. <laughs> Nightmare scenario. That can be awesome. <laughs> a six hour black mass. No, um, last time I brought in Christmas by watching Bronson. Nice. <laughs> which I thought really put me in a festive mood. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then it's just basically around the family and eat myself sick. <laughs> That's pretty much my plan. Pretty yeah. much my plan. Eat myself sick. Like I like to think that no matter who we are, ghosts, spectres, spooks, Frankensteins, werewolves, mm-hmm. 
Everyone loves Christmas. Everyone loves you Christmas, know? especially at Dracula. It's like the game of football in 1918 in the trenches. Yeah, Bloody. everyone puts down their stakes. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually the hundredth anniversary of that this year. Is it? Yes. Mm-hmm. We should have an. a no, it's a not the hundredth year because my maths is completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording, this in, tw- we're recording this in 2018. Of course <laughs> we're recording this in 2018. I'm hoping to get my PlayStation 5. Um, so, yeah, um, I think really what we should do to celebrate is talk about our favourite Christmas monsters. Oh, yes. Beasts. A fine topic. Exactly, a fine topic. You boy! You <laughs> boy! <laughs> Take the shiny crown. <laughs> He's on the roof. <laughs> it's Jack the Bleeding Ripper. He's on the roof. Spring of Jack. Spring of Jack is abound. But before we get into that, cranberry saucy Jack. <laughs> Very good, Jack. Nice. That's it. Very <laughs> good. Write that down in the list of possible names. <laughs> before we get into our festive frivolities, mm-hmm. how about we first look at the real harsh world news of the unexplained? Perfect. News then, Gav. Now, we all know we are from Scotland. Yes. Our capital being Edinburgh. We're all very proud of Edinburgh, aren't we? Mm-hmm. It's lovely. Oh, that's beautiful. If, you, if you've been there recently, you'll see that there were uh, there's a lot of works in the place to get um, a tram line. Yes. To run through uh, Princess Street and, you know, all Historic all shopping district, Princess Street, and out towards Krispy Kreme. Exactly. The two <laughs> things that matter in Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... They're hoping to, I think it's summer 2014, they're hoping to get the full service up and running. Yeah. Now, I was looking on the website, I was just quite interested to see what would happen when I found this little nugget of supernatural news. Mm. Officials say there will be a few ghost runs of the service in between now and when it opens. <laughs> <laughs> Official from the government saying that ghost trains exist. Would you ride a ghost train, boys? Would not be the sheep, will <laughs> <laughs> not be the sheep, will be present. Well, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> I would only ride that one from Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. What are your favourite ghost trains? <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Yeah, interesting. A few ghost runs. The ghost of three billion pounds. Just... Gesh <laughs> 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 cast. Not just hilarious. Informative. Informative. Very topical. I have some ghost hunting news. Oh. How about that? Oh. A while ago we were supposed to do a topic, which in itself we had to abandon because it was too goddamn scary yeah. for to be recorded on as an audio file. And that was about... Haunted houses mm-hmm. of the world. Mm-hmm. Now, mine was going to be the Lebo Plantation near Narlands, uh-huh. USA. This building has now been burnt down by ghost hunters. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, the mansion itself, known for its paranormal activity and ghost sightings, like tens of ghosts in yeah. one thing. Hundreds of slaves died. Hundreds of the owners died in really horrible. Grim circumstances. That's terrible for the owners. Not anymore, because the house is goddamn gone. Uh, the ghost hunters were hoping to experience some of the ghostly occupants themselves. A group of seven ghost hunters made their way into the building to look around. And in an effort to elicit a response from whatever was lurking there, they attempted a technique known as provo- provocation. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Provocation. Uh, calling out the spirits and a barrage of loud noises and verbal intimidation. So, ow, ow! Uh, you're an you're asshole. Oh, you're a shite. I hate you. You're a shite at this. You're nothing but an unstable shock chain molecule. What <laughs> they decided to do instead, they didn't get a response. Right? Weird. Weird. So what they thought is, we'll light a fire. We'll smoke them. We'll smoke them out. Within oh seconds, flames had engulfed most of the building. Spooky. 
uh, spread to the building framework, and by the time the firefighters arrived at the mansion, it had almost been completely destroyed. <laughs> this historic, <laughs> beautiful building. They had been fucked up. They're now facing charges of criminal da- damage, arson, and trespassing. Good. That means the house <laughs> itself will become a ghost. The house has already been registered as a ghost. Officially. In the books. Boom. <laughs> uh, one last quick story. Rodeo clown Casey Wagner got more than he bargained for when he attended a driving event in Texas. He was heading to the Rednecks with Paychecks event <laughs> in St. Joe when a sudden appearance of a storm forced him to shelter under a tree. Simple enough. Yes. Fine. I definitely had a big storm. Look. Safest place as known. Yeah. If you're going to a redneck event, yeah, rednecks with paychecks. Yeah, rednecks with paychecks. <laughs> hide under a tree during lightning. Like, nothing can go wrong. So Wagner, underneath his tree, found himself struck by a bolt from the blue lightning. Oh my goodness! Now, what do we all know about lightning? It's alive. It's alive. It carries the spirits of the damned, mm-hmm. and it will mm-hmm. never strike you twice. Yeah. Unless you are Casey Wagner, who was then immediately struck for a second time. <laughs> uh, Do you think he was being wide? Like, ah, but so this is the one time I can say it. Like, Come on! Trying to provoke a reaction out of the spirits. Uh, and Provocation. Left, easy for you to say. Uh, he was left with nothing but a tingling sensation. Completely fine. No testes, just a tingling sensation. Just a tingling. <laughs> Jerry, why don't you cheer us up? With some news of the season. I've got a festive prediction. Oh. Write this down. Headline. Ladbrokes offers 2,000 to 1 odds for zombie apocalypse to happen tomorrow on Christmas Day. Oh, good. Ladbrokes has announced surprising odds of 2,000 to 1 for a zombie apocalypse. 2,000 to 1, that is surprising. Yeah. Zombie expert and author of the Haynes Zombie Survival Manual, Sean Page, is urging people to prepare for the worst. The most likely time for an outbreak is during the busy festive season, as people spend more time in large groups, making it easier for the zombie virus to spread, triggering the apocalypse. Mm. So, 2001, for um, a Haitian zombie virus. To somebody gives you odds like that. Yeah. It's worth a tenner. Mm. You've got to take them. Yeah. You'd be a fool mm. not to. So get your festive shotguns. Aye, exactly. You stick a quid on it and it happens, and then you have to guys. go into town to cash in. We'll just hope the guy for Willie Hills isn't involved. Paddy Power, no. man. Do it online. I might just do it in Paddy Power, aye. That's what I do. Good idea. Christmas news. Christmas <laughs> news. <laughs> That's a into space. That's a good idea. Me imagining myself putting the, the slip on. <laughs> it winning. It You're winning. still celebrating. Aye, exactly. Yes. Bolting metal to the front of your car. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so let's get into Now the news is done. Yes. News is done. Feels good though, doesn't it? We're saying goodbye to another year mm-hmm. and welcoming in a fresh year, as we all know now from the last episode. Yeah, a fresh, frightening year. Excellent, let's progress till death do us part. And we're back on this festive, freaky edition of Guest Cash Supernatural. Gavin, why don't you tell the listeners at home what we're all about? Yes, boss. Guest Cash Supernatural. (laughs) If you've never listened before, here's how it works. Uh, each episode we pick a, a supernatural topic and we bring one example of a specific phenomena and we grade them via the patented Geshkash Pentacle System, or GPS. And what we do then is rate them all out. Whoever's the winner out of that lot is declared real. And at the end of the year we're going to take all of the ones that are declared real, we're going to battle them against each other, and the winner will be the Geshkash Supernatural Champion. So with that all being said, who is going to bring forward their beast for our consideration? I shall go first then. 
as is the way of things. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Christmas Beasts. I've gone for the Krampus. The Krampus. Anybody heard of the Krampus? I've heard of the Krampus. Japanese football team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Krampus is a beast-like creature from Alpine folklore. Mm-hmm. Thought to punish children during the Yule season who have misbehaved. It kind of goes against traditional St. Nick, old Santa Claus. Instead of delivering presents to the good children, the Krampus will arrive, punish any bad children by bundling them up in a sack. Yep. And uh, taking them away to his lair. Nice. Well, what do they do in the lair? You do not want to know. Honestly. Oh, I do want to know. Is it a, a yew tree lair? Yeah. <laughs> Under the boughs of the yew tree. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Physically. <laughs> Physically. Uh, the Krampus is hairy, kind of brown or black, has cloven hoofs and the horns of a goat uh, with a long pointed tongue lolling from his mouth. Nice. Lol. Uh, carrying chains, symbolising the binding of the devil by the Christian church. He thrashes the chains for dramatic effect, what? scaring those around him. Smell. In uh, some kind of pagan origins, uh, he'd carry bundles of birch mm-hmm. twigs that he'd fucking slap the children with, <laughs> if need be. Oh, you. Uh, sometimes the Krampus appears with a sack or a wash tub strapped to his back. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is to cut off evil children for drowning, oh. eating... Okay. Or transport straight to hell. Jesus. Exactly. The Krampus. Hideous. Celebrated in like multiple parts of Europe. He seems to be all over the place. And they like having events like Krampusnacht. <laughs> where they will go mental for uh, Krampus schnapps. Oh, he has right. his own brand of schnapps. Is that like, instead of the worm? And well, like mezcal is like a little... They've got a what? tiny Krampus pube. In the bottom oh, of the glass. Really thick. Oh, it's boggy. He's like Jay-Z in a lot of ways. Yes. That's, that's influence. Yeah. Uh, there's no word actually telling me what it tastes like, but... Boggy. Tastes yes. like shit. <laughs> that's so, awesome. Yeah. Tastes, tastes weirdly just like, like mulled wine. <laughs> strangely. <laughs> yeah. Strangely, it tastes like mulled wine from the German Christmas market. Uh, he is all over the place in uh, mm-hmm. popular culture. Mm-hmm. Music, movies... Television, yep. Krampus has appeared pretty much everywhere. Mentioned also in an episode of The American Office. Ah, well, there you go. Yes. So, there you go, the Krampus. Hideous, yet Sleazy. delicious. Demure. Who's uh, next? Uh, I'll, I will go with this one. Uh, my festive frightener is the Grilia. Uh, this giant hag beast is an Icelandic legend, usually used to scare children. So scary, in fact, there was a public decree to prohibit the use of this story in the 18th century as it was deemed too traumatising for kids. Too goddamn scary for people. Do you know what that is? That's broken Britain right there. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow. Yeah. Uh, The usual kind of boogeyman come eat you stuff if you're not good kind of stuff but she appears to be an incredibly ugly old woman. Uh Uh-huh. And this seems to be a theme for Geshka Supernatural. Bottom half, that of a goat. (laughs) How strange. Hoofs, tail, the lot. So again... If you're going to eat her out. <laughs> we'll get into that discussion again. She wasn't really... Had to cut get, too much of it from the last one. Gish cast after that. Gish cast nights. She wasn't really linked to Christmas until about the 17th century. And she was tied into the legend of the Yule Lads. The Yule Lads? The Yule yeah, Lads are essentially the Icelandic version of Santa. And I've looked at... Atlantic. Icelandic version of Westlife. <laughs> I would recommend looking them up too because they're pretty funny. Uh-huh. Uh, but really I said to be have a sharp sense of hearing she can detect children who are misbehaving all the year round 
during Christmas time, she comes from the mountains to search for nearby towns for her meal. Mm. She leaves her cave, she hunts for these kids, and she goddamn devours them. Now, if you look on Google Image Search uh-huh. for this thing, it is absolutely abhorrent. Usually you get these <laughs> things, you know, like she'll be stalking the, the moors or something like that. Some of them are just straight up just killing babies and eating them. Yeah. You know, like, that's horrific. Yeah. <laughs> that is truly horrible. Um, but according to folklore, she's been married three times. Right. <laughs> her first husband is said to be living with her in a cave in Demu Borgia. Excellent. No uh, there's nice. lava fields over there with the big black Yule cat and the sons, which are yes. the, the, the lads, like we mentioned earlier. <laughs> and she comes up around Christmas. It is honestly fucked up to that point where I was looking at <clears> it. You know that way that because of the way society has my nerves done up wretched, that I can't even look at a child without thinking people thinking I'm a paedophile. Uh-huh. Well, looking at these pictures of children being eaten, uh-huh. I was immediately like, oh, <laughs> someone finds this on my search history, they're going to think I'm into this, and I'm going to be, you know, eating, you know, Christmas gruel on... <laughs> I'll be doing porridge. I'll, I'll be, be actually, I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be in strange ways. Yeah. <laughs> a ten stretch. Uh, exactly. Uh, so these are the things I do for this show. Uh, <laughs> a ten stretch yeah but the Nordic countries are hardcore when it comes to scaring their kids good on them yeah you know, they don't fuck about they don't no. fuck about they, they care so massive exactly they fuck about, no. so the Grilia Grilia beautiful next Chris yeah I'll go next so I have the Yule Lads which <gasps> no connection which are of course the, the children of um, of Gav's Gav's creature um, the your lads are basically in appearance. They look like kind of Santa Claus mm-hmm. style guys, long beard, kind of scruffy clothes. Um, <laughs> Alternate palette Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah basically. basically. Sub Zero. Um, <laughs> Air Mac. As Gav said, they're the children of the the giantess uh, child cooking Grilia, um, and they're accompanied actually by the Yule Cat when they come to town. Nice. Um, which each children that don't receive new clothes in time for Christmas. <laughs> that's what the that's what the Yule Cat does. That's its uh, job. <laughs> that is an absolutely brilliant marketing scheme, isn't it? <laughs> if you don't buy clothes for your wine, we'll maybe find out more about the Yule Cat very soon. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> um, so anyway, back to the back to the the Yule lads. They Yule come lads. they come to town, um, but the starting off them. They number 13 in total, okay. and they come to town 13 nights before Christmas, mm-hmm. one each night before. Um, so the first one comes on December the 12th, and here's the sheep clod. He basically comes and harasses sheep. Nice. Um, he comes in, drinks the milk, but he's impaired, he's got really stiff legs, um, he can't really bend his knees. Um, and Where he comes he get the milk? Just, uh, I don't know. Lies, don't know lies, lies underwards, I would reckon, and you know, squeezes <laughs> into his mouth. Um, yeah, pulls himself up with the others. <laughs> yeah. The next next one on December thirteenth is the gully gawk who hides in gullies, waiting for an opportunity to sneak into the cow shed and steal cream from the milk bucket. <laughs> Basically, each of them steals something that's really required or needed for yeah. an Icelandic Christmas. Bunch um, of bastards. Yeah, <laughs> Next one's <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> Not this year. I don't know. Uh, the next one is Stubby. He's really short. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he was really tall. <laughs> He's uh, really. Smoke is he comes in and uh, you know he uh, steals the pans 
and uh, he eats <laughs> the crust and licks them clean. Um, that's December the 14th. The next one is this even better, the spoon licker. He um, steals the, the wooden one. spoons, licks them all clean, um, but he's, he, he only licks spoons. He doesn't eat anything else, so he's very thin. and um, Spoon lick? A bit of spoon lick, I guess. I guess. Uh, the next one's the pot scraper who steals What's pots, steals pots and scrapes them. Uh, the next one's the bowl licker who hides <laughs> under beds, wait until somebody puts down a bowl, scarfs it and uh, licks it. Is that not dangerous to hide under a bed when people are putting bowls down? Yeah, the medieval things. Yes. Like, that's exactly my thoughts. Last yellow snow's melted. <laughs> the next one's my favourite. He's the door slammer. He likes to go about slamming doors at night. <laughs> Like, boom! Like, slamming doors. Try to sleep here. I exactly. Fuck's sake, what was that? Your da. Right. Stumbling home. The door slam or something. Don't you worry about it. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> you may just, just have another few and then slam some more doors. But, you uh, hear him wrestling your ma. Like, go to bed. Uh, the next one's. <laughs> <laughs> the next one's the Skyer Gobbler. <laughs> Skyer's a kind of uh, cheese yogurt dessert. Um, in Iceland and I he, take it he, he gobbles it steals all that right. yeah the next one's the sausage swiper steals <laughs> Harry, don't, don't skim over this guy uh, he sits <laughs> hides in the rafters and snatches sausages while they're being smoked um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he's very good uh, I like all these guys yeah they're brilliant they're, they're all just a bunch of good lads coming to town <laughs> you know what I mean it's like yeah, it's party time 13th of December let's go into town it's like a stag do hit and wreck of it it is isn't it <laughs> Like, um, I'm going to have that spoon. Like, you and your fucking spoons, man. You and your spoons. You love licking a spoon. Next one's uh, the window, a window peerer, who um, basically peers through windows looking for things to steal. Then there's the doorway sniffer, who's got a really large nose and a cute sense of smell uh, that he uses to locate uh, bread, I think, which is kind of an Icelandic bread kind of cookie thing right. that the whole family would cook. So, basically, hanging about, bitch. smelling cookies. Um, basically, your, your dad's ate all the cakes. Aye, not that. <laughs> all these seem to be like your dad's eating, your dad's drinking all the milk, your dad's uh, like the pots clean. <laughs> your dad's, your dad's uh, been taking the hospital, son. There's <laughs> only. Who's that looking through the window? Let me dad. see my son. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas should see his bloody son. I've not got much for you, son. You ask, you ask your mom where the money goes. <laughs> I was quite going to take you to Disneyland then. Oh well. well. You're all done. Last two, we can get through them. Go on. (laughs) The second last one's the meat hooker. (laughs) He's got a big hook, he just hooks the meat and eats it. Uh, And the last one's the candle sealer that steals the candles from uh, children and eats them. Um, And that's the Yule Lads. I like the Yule Lads. They just are really. they're not really horrible or anything like that. They're just dicks. Just a pain in mischievous. The yeah, they're just mischievous. The one um, thing I liked about that is that I'm glad that you touched upon the Yule, the Yule cat. The Yule cat. And um, because I mean, I've, I've heard enough now. <laughs> so I don't want to hear any more about that. I mean, that was a definitely an elegant sufficiency of Yule cat. Mm. Um, Jenny, would you please give us your Christmas beast? <laughs> um, Bjork. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not going to talk about the yellow cat. <laughs> I'm going to talk about Yola Kooten. Oh, totally different. Icelandic <laughs> for yellow cat. <laughs> so we all love Christmas. Yes, we, we do. We all love cakes, memories, mm-hmm. fun times. What's the what's the crappiest part of Christmas? 
The cleaning up. See, I was thinking that's when you get handed a pair of socks. Mm. That's a kick in the arse. Yeah. I mean, you're happy you've got socks. Mm-hmm. But you know, like Agreed. you could have done anything else. Really, you have to you have to lie and smile that you really enjoyed it. I mean, you are thankful, but you feel like an ungrateful bastard. Yeah, you don't like it. In Iceland, however, you might not have heard this. <laughs> <laughs> the same people that give out those socks are goddamn angels because they're helping people to get through Christmas alive. Ah, oh, shit! Of course, because the yellow cutting kills kids who don't receive clothing. <laughs> it seems harsh, but the yellow cat is a harsh bastard. He's a giant, toothy, sneaky cat. Who stalks the rocky waste of Iceland and run up to Christmas? As the Icelandic poet Johannes Urkotlum, <laughs> the bard, wrote in his famed piece, his whiskers sharp as bristles, his back his back, his back arched up high, and the claws of his hairy paws were a terrible sight. Ooh. Not a lot of rhymes in Iceland. <laughs> Traditionally in Iceland, all the will work in the villages were meant to be finished before Christmas. So children who worked hard in this would be given new clothes as a reward. So it's only the lazy or the feckless who'd go without. Ah, good. <laughs> So the Yulakutin likes to eat the lazy, feckless children who don't help enough. Parents threaten their kids, basically, you know, do a lot of hard work or the Yulakutin will come and eat you up. The phrase literally, Fario il Yulakutin, means literally gone into the Yulakut. That's what you'll be if you don't hurry up and do some work. He's also a wee bit right wing. Because he doesn't really differentiate between those who don't help and those who can't help. Ah. Yulakutin eats the poor kids who can't afford new clothes as well as ones who can't be arsed. Back to Johannes Yulakutin. He picked on the very poor that no new garments got for Yule who toiled and who lived in dire need. From them he took in one fell swoop their whole Yule dinner, always eating it himself, if he possibly could. So as well as being a harsh bastard, Yule Kutin's also a greedy bastard. <laughs> Not content with eating impoverished children, he also gets wired into their no doubt measly Christmas dinner. And as, <laughs> and as Gavin Chris have trampled all over, um, <laughs> Yule Kutin is the cat of the giant escrela. A uh, woman so badass she was outlawed. She was so bad that she was outlawed. Outlawed. So the Yola Cutin. The Yule Cat. The Yule Cat. My favourite of the three. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Phil. I'm sick of hearing about this fucking cat. <laughs> well, interesting. I think we've got a lot to deliberate as we go off, try and wrangle those around the patented guest cast pentacle system yep. and work out which one of those is truly real. Murderousness. Murderousness goes to the Krampus, willing to drown, eat, or transport children straight to hell. Physical strength. Physical strength went to the Grelia, but she is a big, massive Icelandic, beastly woman. Giant hag. Big giant hag. Is it actually quite influential? Influence went to the Krampus, not only as it appeared in a the Christmas special of the Venture Brothers, but also several movies and a fucking Scooby Doo. Fear Factor. Fear Factor went to the Grelia. She is a massive beast hag. Uh, she's got goatee bottoms, <laughs> and uh, she's just no good. Winds are scared of her. At one point, they had to ban her because she was so goddamn scary for kids. Blur, chills, chills. I got them. They're multiplying. <laughs> The, the Grelia one, the... Wait, what? Mate, you're doing my nothing. The Grelia <laughs> is obviously more disgusting. Nothing is more disgusting than the Krampus. He has one human foot and one cloven huff. You're an absolute idiot. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of this. Guys, I'm guys, absolutely guys, sick of this. Guys, guys, guys. What? What is that? There's something up on the roof. It sounds like... Hello, boys! 
Santa Claus! Oh my god, it's Santa! <laughs> What's all this fussing and fighting about? We're trying to figure out who is real. Real? Yeah, which one of these supernatural beasts is real? Christmas isn't the time for arguing. You know, what is real? Santa's real! Well, I guess that clears that up. Absolutely. <laughs> Santa Claus finally joins the Pantheon of Beasts. <laughs> pantheon of the Phantasmal. <laughs> And we know, we have seen him, with we, our own eyes. He's away now, but... He's away, aye. Left to show his presents to open tomorrow. Eating all busy. these fucking biscuits. Left all my pots. Munched half a carrot, pretended it was one of his reindeers. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, getting nothing off me this year. What do people have to look forward to in the new year, guys? I mean, we're going to be continuing Geshcast Supernatural. Yeah, well into the new year. Well into the new year, until we get to Geshcast Supernatural Championship Edition, <laughs> where we'll be pitting Santa Claus against beasts like the Leboshimen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, who else has won so far? Blue Men of the Bench. Blue Men of the Bench. The Lederk. The Lederk. There's oh. another one, I'm sure. Probably. So anyway, next. <laughs> <laughs> no, what do we have next? I, is... I've, I'm really excited about this. Mm-hmm. We're switching things up a little bit yeah, this week because it's Christmas. Yep. Uh, let me just look into my bulging sack. <laughs> so for a very special edition of the Christmas podcast, Louisa, my beautiful, beautiful wife, offered to come up with her own Christmas quiz so that Gav could play along too. Aww. Oh, Louisa, Gavin. say hello. Hello. It's an opportunity for me to show my ignorance. Yeah. So how how are you gonna handle this? Is it gonna be like whoever fastest finger first? It is. Um it was very hard to find so questions to ask about Christmas and supernatural things, but I managed to make some stuff up, and there are ten questions. Okay. So okay. I thought if I ask a question, and then you have to shout your name out, mm-hmm. whoever shouts your name first. Like Gavin's not done this before. Oh no, I'm not. Hey, Gavin, I'll say a question, right, what's, uh, what's your favourite colour, everyone? Gavin. Gavin. Purple. <laughs> Good set, that's basically that's how correct. it goes. Good that's correct. Point one to me, note that down. Sorry. Right, who's going to, I'll keep score, right, okay. Philip, Jerry. Kevin, that will make it easy. I'll go right. <laughs> and Chris, the circle K. This already stinks like a fix. Yeah, you think? <laughs> Louisa, do you want to kick us off then? Okay, question number one. Nice easy one to start us off. How many ghosts feature in A Christmas Carol and can you name them? Jerry. So no. Three. Ghost of Christmas past, Ghost of Christmas future, Ghost of Christmas present. I, I am going to go for four. Philip four. Jerry, that is incorrect. Let's hear your four. Uh, Jacob Marley. Mm-hmm. Ghost of Christmas Past, Ghost of Christmas Present, Ghost of Christmas Future, whatever. I would rather have heard uh, Ghost of Christmas Yet to Come. Yet to Come. Except Can't believe I missed Jacob. He was a fragment I missed digested potato. He wasn't a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> there was more of gravy in the grave about him. Jacob and Robert Marley. <laughs> it's true from the Muppet version. Are we talking Muppet version? No. Are you talking Bob Marley? <laughs> okay, question two. Mm-hmm. It begins with a Christmas Day ghost story. Ooh. Oh my god. <laughs> in Dalarossi, near Inverness, on land near the local church, a group of people made the mistake of playing sport when Christmas Day fell upon the Sabbath. They are now doomed to return from the grave for a quick match whenever Christmas is on God's Day. What sport must they play? Ooh. Gavin. Gavin. Crokey. No. Damn it. Philip. Philip. Shinty? Yes. That was the <laughs> fucking yes. <laughs> Christmas King. Fix, 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 fix. fix. <laughs> I swear he's not seen the question. I thought a man called Madison might be ahead in this one. <laughs> question three. What are the odds of a zombie apocalypse on Christmas Day? Ooh. Jenny. Ooh. Jenny. Bastard. Oh, no, I got it first. What? Uh, 2020. I don't know who went first. 
You're a quest. I think it's only fair that because you both can't work it out, I'll say Gavin. <laughs> oh, hang on, Jerry, let's hear what your answer is going to be. 2001. It's crazy. <laughs> let's give them both a point okay, then. A point each. So those are the odds that Labrooks offer on as of 4th of December 2013. Do you notice my stats here are really well You have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stats, stats have even. <laughs> okay, question four. When is the birthday of the uh, first recorded Christian ghost zombie, Jesus Christ? Ooh. When is, when is Jesus' birthday? Chris, it's May sometime. It's thought to be in spring. Ah, I will accept. Point for Chris. Oh, I wouldn't accept that. Louis May about. sometime. That's cool. Yeah, what was the actual date? There is no actual date. There is no mention in the Bible of any date. The 25th of December was decided on church by church leaders in Rome in the 4th century. But it's going to be sometime when sheep are in the fields. So outside in November to March. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, when you use this an excuse to have a dig at the church leader. Just to wait. What's next? Question five. In It's a Wonderful Life, classic and much-loved Christmas tale, which I've never seen, George Bailey is feeling fed up with his life and contemplates suicide. Lo and behold, an angel comes to him to show him all the good he has done in the world and convince him to live. What is the name of this Gavin. heavenly creature? Gavin. Is it Clarence? It is Clarence. Yes. <laughs> Gavin's finally got off the fucking... <laughs> off the board. <laughs> Full name, Clarence Oddbody. And like an odd body. Clarence Bodica. No. <laughs> Bitches leave. <laughs> Spits blood into his face. Okay, question six is a multiple choice. No. What supernatural creature is becoming more popular as a character in Nativity plays? Is it aliens, vampires, dark elves, or wizards? Jerry. Jerry. I'm going to go for wizards. You're wrong, Jerry. Gavin. Gavin. Is it vampires? No. Damn it. A point if either of you can. I will go for aliens. Oh, a point to Philip. I think Philip didn't say his name. Philip Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> so according to top website, Open Minds, UFO News and Investigations, in December 2013 there's been an increasing trend in aliens in schools and nativity plays. Wow. What part of it? I know they're going to play a part of an alien, but well, like... <laughs> one example is a school in York which features light people following the Christmas star and other children use song, dance and reenactment to tell the nativity tale. Oh. This is how they're doxing it, it's so ready for it when the news comes out. <laughs> okay, question seven is kind of in two parts. So there's a time limit on it. Let me set my clock. <laughs> <laughs> so well prepared. This is why I'm married. I've got plan for everything. I think Plus we, an app for everything. I think we all fell a little bit in love with Louisa today. <laughs> <laughs> so I want you to name in under 30 seconds. So if you can name them all, you get a point. If you can do it in under 30 seconds, you get a point. Nine of Santa's magical flying reindeer. Christ, Phil. Go. Okay, are you starting already? Yeah. yeah. Go! Donner, Dancer, Prancer, Blitzen, Comet, <laughs> uh, Dopey, Rain, Rudolph, uh, Hercules, Xena, uh, I don't know. How many was seconds. that? 10 seconds left, and you're missing two. Ooh. Dancer, Chancer, Prancer, Grancer, Lancer. I'm going to say you don't know them. I don't know them. Stop. Okay, Nobody somebody else can know. I can't think of any more than you said already, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. No. No. Okay. Who are we missing? Flanters were Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitz and Rudolph. You are missing Vixen and Cupid. 
Idiot. <laughs> what point to me? <laughs> well, Lisa <laughs> wins somehow. Okay, question eight. Another dig at Christianity. Christmas as we know it evolved from the Roman Saturnalia, a week-long raucous and lawless celebration which ended on the 25th of December. Coincidence. To celebrate winter solstice and honour Saturn, the god of agriculture. Children at this time would often be given gifts of wax dolls. What did these eerie gifts represent? Wax dolls? Mm. Chris? The god Saturn? Nope. Jerry? Jerry. Janus? Nope. Gavin? Tractors? Nope. Power Rangers, Philip. Power Rangers? No, another point for Goats. me. These dolls represented human sacrifices. Oh, Mel. That one nice. gave to the god to honour and pay for their bountiful harvest. Very nice. Okay, question nine, second last. So exciting. I'm very excited by this. Oh, it's another Christmas Day ghost story. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and again, it's a multiple choice. So in the ruins of Verdley Castle in Sussex, a creature's ghost returns on Christmas Day every year to protest. It was the last individual of its species to be killed in England. Which fell beast makes this annual complaint? Is it wolf, aurochs, bear, or lynx? Yes. Jerry. Bear. Oh. Jerry, 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 Jerry. Jerry. With, with two points, I could win this. <laughs> ooh, How did ooh. you get to be so smart? Our final question: A very supernatural Christmas is the eighth episode of season three of Supernatural, hit TV show. No, you did that was a supernatural question. <laughs> <laughs> it was broadcast on December thirteenth, two thousand and seven, and was intended to be, in inverted commas. The most violent Christmas special in the history of television. I haven't watched it, so I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. What did the brother supernaturally use to stab the pair of pagan gods who had been sacrificing humans? I've got a multiple choice again. Oh. Was it candy canes, the Christmas tree, the turkey wishbone, or the star from the top Philip, of the tree? It's got to be the wishbone from the turkey. Jerry. Nope, Jerry. Star. Nope. Gavin, candy canes. No. Oh, damn it, Chris. I went by the fall. the answer. What was that <laughs> Chris gets a point. Christmas tree. Yay! Yay. Oh, it's, it's a draw then, Chris. A draw. It's a draw. That means we have to engage each other in psychic combat. No way, it's a tiebreaker situation. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, no. Organised So exciting. Uh, okay, tiebreaker question. Are you ready, Phil? Uh -huh. Is this again fastest finger first? It's not actually, it's a number that I'm looking for. Okay. In 2011, a mince pie was displayed in a London shopping centre. It had some expensive ingredients, including a platinum coin, platinum lead, and holy water from Lourdes. It took a week to create. What was the worth of this healing pie? What did they have in it, sorry? All kinds of goodies. All kinds of goodies. Including healing water from Lourdes. Mm. Ooh. Healy water. So have a guess what you think the worth is of this I one mince pie. I would say £10,000. Okay, so? Well, what's the rules here? Are we going closest without going over? Family fortune rules. Just close. Just close. Okay, I'll go five thousand then. The real cost of this mince pie, as reported in the London Evening Standard, on the seventeenth of November, two thousand eleven, is three thousand pounds. Oh. Yes. Fex, 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 fex. Champions. Reeks of effects. Well done, Phil. Thank you very much for doing that, Louisa. It was an absolute joy well, having you on you the program. Much. Right. Bye. Bye, Louisa. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Thank Bye. You. Merry Thank Christmas. You. Get out of my way. Just wait outside. Get the car running. Now you can drive us home from this Christmas lodge. Okay. That we're in. Ho ho ho. Ho ho ho. Bye. Has been a eventful uh, podcast. Santa and Louisa. <laughs> yeah. Which is your favourite? Oh, Louisa definitely. Oh yeah. Definitely Santa. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, then.
it comes across us to say goodbye for both this podcast and 2013. Absolutely. I hope you get everything you want exactly. for Christmas morning. A lot of happy wee faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can uh, by sending us a tweet on Twitter, mm-hmm. at Geshcast. Uh, you can get in touch with us, Phil, on email. On email, geshcast at gmail.com. Yes. <laughs> yes. You can leave a message via Skype mm-hmm. using the ID Geshcast Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Tell us a story. Have you ever been felt up by a ghost? Mm-hmm. We're ready to believe you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can also watch my live streams on the PS4 going to Phil number one channel on Twitch. If you can find it. Yep. Twitch.tv forward slash danger film. Thank you. This guy. This my guy. PA is all over it. Personal ass looking. Merry Christmas, Merry one Christmas and all. Let's go and have a goddamn mince pie. Ding dong, ding dong. Ding dong, ding dong. What a fucking gift that was. Oh am I right? God, I know. When the snowman brings the snow, am I right? <laughs> Who did we learn about today, Gavin? Uh, I can't even mind. Well, let me think. Let me think. It was the Krampus Grilia, the Yule Lads, and Yule Kitten, the Yule Cat. Huh. That's hey. a big episode for us because it really it brought in uh, mainstays, the, the Yule Lads, which have been something mm-hmm. that we've talked about for years now. Reoccurring friends. Indeed. Uh, that was also episode two. I might as well say now episode two is when we brought in the DeVito scale. I should have said that on the episode two uh, <laughs> intro. Just imagine we said that in episode two. If you're still listening. I think God knows. But God knows. Anyway, none were a greater present than the eventual winner of the show. Oh my God, what a gift wrapped thing up in a bow or something like that. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Fry the beef. Fry the beef. Oh, we got worse at it again. Oh,